It's your girl X Gibb, and you're listening to Lost But Not a Loser, the podcast, where even if you can't relate to everything, I hope you can always relate to something. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for all the positive feedback on episode one. It made me so emotional that I cried because I knew what I wanted Lost But Not a Loser to look like in my head, but I had no idea what it was going to look like in reality and y'all gave me a glimpse of that with episode one and I'm honestly blown away (laughs) I appreciate all the love and all the support from the bottom of my heart so thank you guys I see you I hear you I love you and let's continue this journey together okay we're on to episode two This episode, we're going to be talking about the power of being intuitive, you know, being in tune with yourself, trusting your intuition, and what that looks like in my life. This could be a multitude of things, but for me, it's normally a feeling, um, either mentally, physically, or spiritually, like a thought I can't shake, or a gut feeling, Or maybe it feels like divine timing and an answered prayer. We're going to go deeper on all three levels of this episode. Let's get into it. And before we get too far into this episode, I do want to take a second and apologize in advance if there's any background noise because I'm not filming in the same setting that I filmed episode one. So it could be a little louder and my voice does not sound the best. Um... The weather has honestly been messing with my allergies, and I think that's just making me sound kind of nasally, so I do apologize if my voice doesn't sound as therapeutic as it once did, and if my background isn't as peaceful as it once was, but it won't be like this forever. (laughs) I think my intuitive instinct kicked in during the womb. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like I've been using it for as long as I can remember. I've always considered myself to be a pretty good judge of character, and I'm not trying to get carried away, but I feel like real recognize real, and I have pure intentions, so I can usually sense whenever another person is on the same type of time, or they aren't, and I just try to use that to my advantage. My biggest struggle within my intuition is my mental, because it's the constant back and forth between my head and my heart. Um... I feel things to an extreme, so when I love, I love deep, but I also give people energy that they don't necessarily deserve, so it's kind of a blessing and a curse, but I'm working on not looking for myself and other people, and it's not easy, but I'm practicing. (laughs) That being said, I wouldn't, even though I'm super emotional, even though I get more invested and more attached than I would like to, I would never change myself being me um, simply because I love my people so much I could never imagine a world without them in it. I have created some of the most genuine connections that I could imagine having in my life and I thank God for them every single day. So I just try to embrace the opportunity that I have to lean into the to lean into those connections and I plan to do that for the rest of my life (laughs) because I'm nice but I'm not friendly so I don't get the urge to get along with everybody I'm a people pleaser for the people that I love but if I don't know you I don't really care 
Um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm closed off and I don't like to get to know new people. That's not the case at all. But I don't know everybody and I'm not going to meet everybody. So I don't owe everybody something. You know what I mean? That's just kind of how I look at it. I don't have to get along with everyone because I prefer quality over quantity in my relationships. So if I have that, then I don't need every single person I cross paths with to like me. I just need super genuine people in my circle and to hopefully be able to put my voice and myself out there in the world on a bigger degree. Um, and hopefully it's in a positive way. I mean, I'm not trying to spread no negativity. (laughs) So I think I see my intuition on a mental level, um, in a lot of different ways. I feel like it could be knowing right from wrong, feeling morally correct, knowing that, um, actions have reactions and karma is real. And I know that some people are like, oh, it's a dog eats dog world, like survival of the fittest, whatever. But you do not get to treat people like shit and expect good things to happen to you. I mean, it might work for a while and you might just get lucky here and there. But I promise you that you are going to receive what you put out into the world. So if you're constantly treating others like they're lesser than, then that is going to catch up with you. So... I just try to do my part and be a good person when I can. You know what I mean? If I can hold the door open for somebody, then I'm going to. If I can let them pull out in front of me, then I'm going to. I'm not going to be an asshole just because I can. And I suggest that you aren't either. (laughs) It could also be reoccurring thoughts. Um, Thoughts are just thoughts, but there is a reason that some things revisit our mind. I feel like it kind of just depends on what it is and what degree it is because some things we let eat us up and we just think about it nonstop and we have no business thinking about it because we're overthinking the situation but other things it's like dang okay that thought came to my mind again dang okay that thought came to my mind again like even this podcast for instance it kept coming up in my life in different ways and it kept coming up in my mind, but it took me a second before I was able to put the plan in motion. And for a while it was just a reoccurring thought. So I decided to trust my intuition and get to it. And now we're here. So, yeah. I also think that our intuition is a guide whenever it comes to red flags. And I view these as Actions that don't correspond with words and relationships and friendships and even with family members because anybody can give you red flags. So whenever it comes to a situation where you're like, oh, it could be this or it could be that, trust your gut because there's a reason that you identify the red flag immediately. You know what I mean? If you were supposed to just breeze right by and not even notice, then you wouldn't have, but don't ignore the fact that you did. That being said, let's talk about triggers a little bit because I know we all have triggers and maybe we're still learning them. Like we don't know them the first time that we're triggered by it, but eventually we realize that these are reoccurring feelings and that we kind of have to deal with them. So I feel like it's our responsibility to learn our triggers And to kind of learn how we react to them, which is kind of hard. I'm not even going to lie. But I also feel like it's important to deal with them because 
sometimes we connect with people who aren't responsible for the underlying pain that we're dealing with. So if we don't know what our triggers are, then when someone triggers us and we react because we're coming from a place of being triggered, but they weren't coming from a place of negativity in order to try to like, you know, upset us to begin with, work on it, figure it out. If you realize that somebody says something and it just absolutely rubs something wrong in you, acknowledge that. You know what I mean? Lean into that feeling and realize, okay, this triggered me. Why am I triggered by this? At what point in my life did I have another situation that led me to feel so powerful whenever someone else treats me this way? You know what I mean? It's a, it's a sticky situation and I am by no means a licensed professional. I'm just giving you my insight because I think that Part of my problems sometimes in friendships, relationships with family, with anybody really is that I make assumptions because I trust my gut and my intuition so, so much that I think that whenever one person gives me this feeling, if the other person gives me that feeling, then they must be the same way. And that's not necessarily the case. Someone could trigger me due to something else that someone else caused and they might not be coming from a bad place. I hope that makes sense. I know that it was kind of confusing. And if you have questions, please ask them. But basically what I'm trying to say, we need to be self-aware enough to know what bothers us and in tune with ourselves and the people that we're communicating with enough to know where their intentions lie. Because if someone does have ill intentions and you kind of sense, oh, I don't really know how this person feels about me. That is exactly how they feel about you, right? Because someone who does feel strongly about you and does care for you, isn't going to leave you feeling so confused, isn't going to leave you feeling so lukewarm. You know what I mean? Who's meant for you will always be for you. So if this person is someone who's meant to be in your life, you should be able to communicate your feelings with them and say, hey, I've had this situation happen in the past and that's why I feel so strongly about what's happening between us right now. And even though they're two separate occurrences, You know, I'm still working through the feelings and figuring out how to differentiate them both because they're bringing out some similar emotions in me. So, yeah, (laughs) I hope that um, that made a little bit of sense. And if you can't tell already, there's a lot going on in my head at most times. So I'm just trying to create balance within my brain in a few different ways. Um. I try to make conscious decisions, but I don't want to overthink them. That is one of my biggest problems is that once I start thinking about something, I will think about it nonstop until I figure it out or the situation occurs or whatever the case may be. But I'm done with that. I'm going to think about it logically. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to ponder it for a little bit and then I'm going to chalk it up to what it is and not let it eat at my brain because that is something that I struggle with. And like I said, I'm not going to ignore red flags, but I'm also going to be mindful of my triggers and say, okay, is this an actual red flag or is this just something that's triggering me due to a different situation? And I am a talker, obviously. I mean, I'm talking to myself right now. Well, you guys, but me too. (laughs) But I also don't always listen to myself. I want to talk about it, whether it be with my friends and just vent to them or my family or whatever, but I'm trying to start listening to myself and either validate 
or disregard my own feelings before I discuss them with others. And I don't know if anybody else feels that or not, but I don't always give myself enough time to process whenever something upsets me or um, I feel strongly about a situation, whether it good, whether it's good or bad, I want to share it with people. And I need to work on that because not all thoughts are worth bringing into fruition. You know what I mean? They're not worth sharing with other people. They could just go in one side of my head and out the other. And that's something that I'm working on. But obviously, dealing with your intuition on a mental level is very complex. So I hope you enjoyed a little bit more insight on how I do that. All right, now that we've discussed a mental level, let's discuss a physical level because I feel like the two often correspond. Whenever something doesn't feel right in my brain, things start to go wrong in my body. Like, I've always had a nervous stomach, so if I feel anxious or upset, I generally have to go to the bathroom, which might be TMI, so I'm sorry about that, but (laughs) I'm just letting you guys know I try to stay in tune with my body and listen to my gut, whether it's good or bad. And that's a challenge because sometimes whenever I want something to happen and I want it to go well or I'm looking forward to something, I can kind of get too excited and put too much emphasis on that. But other times whenever I have a slight feeling of discomfort about a situation, I will let it eat me up and be on the toilet for the rest of the afternoon because I'm overthinking a situation. So I do try to listen to my body, but also realize that I could be someone who's causing myself symptoms like stressing myself out to the point where I can't sleep or can't eat or whatever because I feel like my appetite is highly affected by how I'm feeling you know in my head if I'm happy okay great let's go to dinner but if I'm sad then I don't need to eat for the rest of the week and that's my truth you know what I mean I'm not trying to influence other people to be the same way as me I'm just being honest with you guys and telling you that that's what I struggle with. So I'm trying to find balance within my body as well and make sure that I'm not overanalyzing a situation to the point where it's affecting my day-to-day operations, you know, like I said, sleeping, eating, whatever. So yes, I have my intuition present itself through my gut at times, but I think that our mental health really does um, correspond with our physical health because I've stressed myself out to the point that I've had shingles. I got them at eight years old, which is crazy. And then I also have psoriasis flare-ups. I'm actually having a psoriasis flare-up right now, and I think I got my first flare-up like four years ago um, and it was just a stressful time Uh, earlier this year was a pretty stressful time and I mean when is it it but I was letting that eat me up and it displayed itself all over my body with my psoriasis I also get cold sores and I have my whole entire life I remember like two weeks before I graduated college I got a terrible cold sore and yes I was very very stressed but that was also a super inconvenient time to have a cold sore so I've learned my lesson with all of those things. Um, I try to make sure that I'm prepared by keeping like an ointment on cream, an ointment on cream, (laughs) an ointment or cream on hand from my doctor and 
Also making sure I keep a Breva in case I get a cold sore because as soon as I start to feel it coming on, I'm applying a Breva. I don't even want it to break surface because they're so painful and not cute or gorgeous, but they are normal. So if you get a cold sore or you have psoriasis, don't think that you're alone. First off, because Kim Kardashian has psoriasis. And that's what I tell people when they're like, what's all over you? Like, what's on your elbows? What's on your knees? Bitch, Kim Kardashian has psoriasis and she created makeup for it. And she is, you know who she is. So don't even act like that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's the end of my little rant about psoriasis. (laughs) But yes, unfortunately, I worry more than I would like to admit. I carry around chips for my own life, but I'm also pretty empathetic towards others. So It's easy for me to feel things for other people as well, Um, whether it be my friends or family or literally a homeless person on the side of the road. Like, I don't know. I just be feeling stuff and (laughs) it gets heavy. So at times I get overstimulated and then I display it physically with my facial expressions or my tone of voice or my body language. And I'm working on that because I don't want to be someone who gets snappy or has a bad look on their face or crosses her arms and stomps off every single time that she's upset. Like, that's not who I want to be. It's my goal to train myself to worry less, accept more and move on. But that's a lot easier said than done. So one step at a time. But on a more positive note, I try to use exercise to benefit me and my physical health. Um, Obviously, I want to be physically fit, but I really want to be disciplined and dedicated enough to create results for myself, but also build healthier habits. And I know that it takes time and intention and routine. So that's what I've been doing. I've been in the gym for quite some time and I'm finally starting to get it as far as my work, my workout routine and my mental muscle connection now I just need to get it together in the kitchen because I don't eat enough protein. Um, I don't eat enough in general, let alone enough protein. But like I said, I'm working on it. So as soon as I figure that out, it's over for you, hoes. I'm going to be the... <laughs> Let me not get carried away because I was about to say something that we both know is not true. Okay, anyways, once I get my diet on track, I'm going to have some pretty great results. At least that's what I feel for myself. I hope (laughs) you feel that for me too. (laughs) But anyways, obviously it's important to listen to your body. And when you do, it will usually tell you how you're feeling. Okay. Okay. Now that we've talked mental and physical, let's talk spiritual. I just want to first and foremost say that I believe that God is the creator of this universe and every other. Um, That being said, I also think that the time and date that I was born plays into who I am as a person. And I know that some people say, how can you believe in God and astrology? Well, me personally, I feel like they're two separate things. So let's get into it. For me, God is my creator. He is the Alpha and Omega, um, my end all be all. And that's a relationship that I have established with him. I've always known who he was, but I haven't always been close with him. And, um, I got close with him a really long time ago. I want to say like a decade ago, because that's how long ago um, my mom passed away. And after she passed away, I was just so lost that I was like, okay, I either got to find God or lose myself. And I found God. So I thank him for that because I do feel like he guides me. Um, 
I pray a lot. I literally say, please God. And I say, thank you, God. (laughs) And you know, they say, ask and you shall receive. Um, I feel like God knows the desires of my heart. So once I've given something to him, I think of it as already done. And if it's not, then I know something better will be because I've already let God be in charge of that situation. Um, just as he is in every other. (laughs) And I also believe that since he's provided for me up until this moment, um, he's going to continue to do so. I know that, uh, he's not going to leave me lost and weary, even if I feel that way for a few seconds. It's my job to find my way back to him because he's never left me. All I have to do is reach out for him and his hand will be there. And I know not everybody feels that way, but I hope that you find that peace. Because if you do know that peace that I'm talking about, then it's undescribable and unbeatable. I also feel like the closer I am to him, the better I am as a person. Um, So if I'm close to God, then I'm the best version of myself. If I'm far from God, then I'm obviously not the best version of myself. I feel like he opens up doors and puts me in rooms and gives me talent. So it's my job to just kind of honor him um, to be a light and share his word whenever I can, but also just lean into his calling on my life. And whenever he gives me opportunities, I take them. I mentioned earlier, I often struggle between my head and my heart. And to be honest, my heart usually wins. And I use my heart as a gauge so often because I know that's where God resides. So I just say, what would God want me to do in this situation? And even though that's not always my very first instinct, I want it to be my first instinct. I want that to be my first thought process. So I'm working on it and I know that I'll get there eventually. Now that I've kind of let you guys know where I stand on God, let me know. I mean, let me tell you about astrology. Now we know that no two people are the same because God didn't create us that way. So why would our birth charts not be relevant to our life. I think that the time, date, location, and place you were born are all important because nobody was born you. You know what I mean? Like no two people came into the world the same. So yeah, everything is going to look a little bit different for each and every one of us. And I know that zodiac signs share similarities, but I feel like individual charts have the most knowledgeable information. And it's honestly just leaning deeper into who you are as a person, learning more about yourself. I use the pattern and I kid you not, I feel like it's spot on most of the time. It starts with telling you personality traits and then it lets you look deeper into what you're feeling and why you might be feeling that way. And it's just like you you hit something that just says, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. And you can read more and more and more and more and more. And I don't know, I find it super enticing. And... It also provides you with timing um, that have key dates that affect your life and then the world as a whole. So it'll let you know whenever the planets are in retrograde or if it's a good time to manifest or, you know, what's going on as far as the planets are concerned. Um, So I just try to use that to my advantage. And then I'm just saying. If there's an app that you can go on to to see if the stars are aligning, why wouldn't you? (laughs) I'm not saying you have to take everything to heart, but if you're feeling some type of way, look into it. That's all. Anyways, keep God first and learn as much about yourself as possible.
It's about that time. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode number two. I hope you enjoyed it. Please, 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 please keep rating, subscribing, turning on post notifications, and following Lost But Not a Loser on Instagram. I think that the next episode is going to take us back to school, so be on the lookout for a Q&A opportunity. It's probably going to be on Instagram. Um, I think you can also ask questions um, on Spotify, so if you're listening on Spotify, feel free to drop your questions here. And yeah, I look forward to telling y'all everything you want to know and more. Um, I hope that you take great care of yourself until then. I love you so much. I hope you have the best day. And as always, thank you for your time, energy, and vulnerability.